joined Legacy back uh, a couple, well, about call it a, a couple months ago. Now they've got about 500 customers doing about 5 million bucks in terms of run rate. They are basically flat year over year because of Indian compliance updates. Their whole team of 100 is based in India. It's essentially compliance software. It's a healthy business though. Only 2 million raised, founded many years ago, did a big acquisition in 2016, 12% north or north of a 12% EBITDA margin as they look to scale and uh, ideally raise a $5 million bridge round sometime in Q1 or Q2 2019. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Jaideep Kelramani. He is the CEO of Legacis, a market leader in legal and compliance solutions. He's an executive program graduate from Stanford University and repatriated to India in 2012. He has 21 years of experience and has held leadership positions with organizations like Thompson Reuters. He holds a patent in AI and is a hobby macroeconomist. Jaideep, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, Nathan. Let's get it going. All right. So tell us about the company. What does Legacis Services do and how do you make money? Uh, it's pretty simple. Legacy Services offers solutions in the compliance management space to companies that would want a sophisticated and a system to manage all their compliances, right from uh, regulatory compliances to internal compliances. And we offer a software that allows them to track all the compliances that they have to adhere to. As one part, we kind of go in and help them with the regulatory mapping. It could be across 3,000 laws, not, not that all laws are applicable to every business. And then our software allows them to track it on a regular basis with the right kind of intervals and the notifications. And then we continue our services with regular updates on any regulatory changes so that the business doesn't have to worry about um, new notifications or new updates on the law. So we offer them a full package and uh, we charge them on a one-time basis or on a subscription basis. We've got two billing models. So uh, when you look at your revenue over the past 12 months, what percent is from pure SaaS versus one time? So at this stage, um, the markets that we operate in are primarily uh, operating on a one-time model and we are witnessing a significant shift towards a SaaS-based model as uh, the new economy companies are embracing our solutions. So, Jaidi, what's so in the, the last breakdown? 12 months, I would say the breakup is roughly between 85% one-time and 15% SaaS, but the number is going to shift towards the SaaS model in the coming years. Got it. And and so let's just talk about the SaaS model for the rest of the, the show, just because that's what my audience is really focused on. Um, when we just look at the SaaS company, right. what are people paying on average per month to access this technology, the software that you've built? So we've kept the model uh, very simple, um, roughly about, say, $9 per user per month. And we do not distinguish between the type of user. So whether you're a general counsel or a company secretary or a regular compliance user or someone who's just kind of reporting the compliance of the system, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's one price across all user types per user per month. And when did you launch the company? What year? So uh, Legacies as a business uh, has been around for the last uh, 12 years. But uh, last year we acquired this SaaS-based company, which is called Comply Global. And that's been around for two years now. And uh, I'm the CEO for both Legacies and the company that we acquired. 
Okay, so since 2016, again, just the SaaS side of the business, how many folks are now paying for that service or that software? Uh, we've got about a dozen clients and on an average, each client would have a user base of uh, say 20 users, depending on the size and the nature of the business that they have. Okay, so 12 organizations using you with 20 seats each, of which they pay $9 per seat. That would put you at about $2,000 per month right now in revenue just on that software business. Is that accurate? That is correct. Okay, and that's 15% of your total revenue. So we can multiply that times about seven to get your full kind of services plus SaaS revenue of about, call it 15,000 bucks a month or annualized about 180 grand. Is that accurate? Uh, well, no, because the one-time fee uh, also follows up with our annual maintenance contracts. So that's the component that's not in your maths. And uh, when we add all of that up, the revenue is significantly higher than what you have because the, the, the traditional business that we've had has accumulated a lot of uh, annual maintenance contract over the years. So that has become uh, a substantive part of the revenue. Okay. When you told me 15% earlier is pure SaaS, did you, you did not include the services, the annual renewal uh, services in that? I uh, know um, I answered that question from a sales perspective. So uh, we still have uh, the AMC business sitting on top of that. Got it. So when you add re your recurring revenues, whether it's a maintenance contract that renews annually or the so they're paying for your software platform, you know, we know the software is 2000 bucks a month. Add it all up, though. What's the total recurring revenue? Uh, well, I could give you a range. Um, we are somewhere between five to $6 million all put together each year. Okay, and that, just to be clear, I don't wanna include any one-time licenses, not, not that revenue, but if that license you then upsell of recurring annual fee, I'm, what I'm trying to understand is how much of the revenue is actually recurring. So if you're telling me you're doing about five, you know, north of 5 million bucks a year, that would mean that, you know, monthly you're doing about $400,000 in recurring revenue between the SaaS platform and the annual maintenance agreements. Is that accurate? Yeah, that number would be accurate. Okay. So you have significant kind of, uh, uh, maintenance contract revenue then, you know, four or 5 million. Yeah. Okay. And, and what are you servicing there? So what are people, if you have kind of call it, you know, you said you had 20 customers, right? So if you have 20 customers, uh, and, and, and again, that kind of revenue per month, that means they're each paying you maybe like 15, 20 grand a month for maintenance. What kind of maintenance are you doing? No, no. Um, so we have a very wide customer base. Um, our solutions are not, um, that expensive, uh, when it comes to the one-time fee. Uh, the annual maintenance could be about 20 to 30% of the one-time fee, but uh, we have a wide customer base that we've acquired over a period of years. So that kind of adds up. But you have 20 it's a very, very cost-effective solution. If you said you have 20 uh, customers though, right? On the SaaS solution. Okay. All put together, we have about 500 customers in, um, in uh, India, which is the primary market uh, we serve today. And uh, we, are, we also serve customers in 44 other countries, but they have strong links back to India as their primary market. 
I see. Okay. So 20 pure SaaS, that line does about 2000 bucks a month, but then you have another call it 480, 500 customers where they have all paid one time fees, but they have a very strong recurring component of maintenance contracts. And that act, which is about, you know, 5 million a year or 400 grand a month, 400 grand a month divided by the 500 customers. They're each paying you about 800, 900 bucks a month for maintenance, not 20 grand a month. Right. I see. Okay. Very good. All right. More about your backstory. So you launched it in 20, well, you acquired the company in 2016. Were you also running the prior company as well? So I joined this business, uh, about three months ago. Uh, in fact, it's, um, exactly hundred days today. Congratulations. And, uh, prior to that. Thank you. Um, Prior to that, I was uh, associated with this business uh, as a client and prior to that as a partner. So I've been familiar with Legacies since its uh, inception. And Comply Global, the company that we acquired, we kind of uh, knew about them uh, even during their inception stage. Uh, I mean, the market in the compliance solution space and the emerging economies is uh, very, very small. So there aren't too many players uh, most of the uh, most of the players kind of set themselves as a niche player, so we kind of know each other. So we knew Comply Global from the time they kind of conceived it, and when we felt the moment was right to uh, kind of have a conversation, we kind of sat across the table, and it was a very um, uh, easy one. We had the domain expertise and. They had the SaaS platform, so it was an easy and marriage. What does growth look like? So if you're doing $400,000 a month today, which is about a $5 million run rate, where were you exactly a year ago? So um, we were more or less um, in the same zone a year ago because um, the Indian economy had some strong headwinds in terms of uh, uh, regulatory changes, especially on the taxation side. I don't know if you've been following that market very well, but... Uh, the country just went through uh, a massive tax reform where we are kind of abolished a dozen types of taxes and just replaced it with one tax. So most of the businesses were busy with that transformation. So the compliance budgets kind of took a little bit of a backseat. And uh, we now coming out of those headwinds. So we are looking at strong double digit growths. Uh, starting 2019. That's great. And have you guys raised capital or are you bootstrapped? So um, the initial capital that was raised uh, was when Legacies was initially formed. And uh, since then, there has been very little capital addition. But now in 2019, uh, we will look at a significant uh, fundraise. Well, how much total capital raised to date, though, including the little stuff early on? I think all put together, um, I may not be correct with my numbers because um, it was many, many years ago. I suspect in the range of, um, say, $2 million or so. Okay. That was equity though, right? They're all on the cap table, right? All equity. Yeah. Okay. And when you say you want to do a big round coming up, uh, like how much do you want to raise? So uh, we've set our sights on about uh, 5 million as a bridge round before we go in for a bigger raise. And we would like to use that capital for funding some of the product development and sales expansion. And Jaideep, just to be clear, you already have the 5 million bridge round secured in your bank or are you looking to raise a $5 million bridge? Uh, sorry, uh, could you repeat that for me? 
you've already raised a $5 million bridge and the money's in your bank or you're looking to raise a $5 million bridge? No, no, we, we are looking to raise the 5 million. We'll start the process in 2019. Got it. And would and you think you'll be able to raise this in India? What's the investment climate like there right now? Well, India is, um, is right now at a crossroads where uh, some of the investors have kind of withdrawn after seeing the whole e-commerce bubble burst. But um, the serious investors are still around. And if they see a solid growth story, uh, they are willing to put the money. And uh, we've been a very strong business, um, except for the last year or so, we've seen kind of a flat growth. But uh, the story is very strong. The customer base is excellent um, because we that's our primary business. Uh, there are times when we win against the big fours as well. In fact, uh, not a few times, most of the times we win against the big four. So it's a very strong, resilient business and attracting the investment should not be too difficult, but we are open to investors from uh, US and Singapore as well. Okay, very good. Uh, let's uh, la- last two questions here before we wrap up. What's the total team size today? So we're a little over 100, uh, mostly uh, people who have a law background. And where's and, everyone uh, based? Which countries? Non-lawyers like me who work with the lawyers um, uh, closely to kind of run and manage. And where's everyone based? Uh, primarily India. Uh, primarily India across uh, Bombay, Pune and Bangalore. We also have a, a sales outpost in uh, Singapore. And 2019, we want to establish a sales outpost in uh, Middle East. Interesting. And are you guys profitable today or burning cash? Nope. Uh, we are profitable. Uh, we are EBITDA positive. By how much? What, how many percent of uh, points? It's a good. Uh, uh, well, uh, because we are privately here and uh, our investors are not uh, quite comfortable disclosing the revenue numbers and uh, and the profitability, I'm not at liberty to share that with you. I guess what I'm really but, asking, um, though, is are you operating right at break even? I mean, you're reinvesting everything or no, you have meaningful. No, no. M- meaningful profit. Okay. Um, and, and we kind of reinvest some of the profits back into the business. Uh, the EBITDA numbers would be in range with um, any legal technology company who's been around in the business for like a long time. What does so, that average look like? I mean, I don't I don't know the space. Is that we're talking 10 percent EBITDA margin? Uh, it could range anywhere from 12 to 20% EBITDA. Okay. That's great. All right. Let's wrap up here quickly with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, this one is by uh, Jack Welsh, winning. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yep. Jack Welsh. Number, He's, uh, <laughs> number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Uh, LinkedIn, I believe it's a good platform to engage with our buyers and uh, put some serious messages out there. And how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Six. And I know that's bad. That's not horrible. What's your situation? Married, single, kids? Uh, Married with uh, two kids. And how old are Uh, you? Married for like last 15 years and two kids. I'm 42. 42. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Ah, more technology. 
Guys, learn more tech earlier. Coming from Jideep, joined Legacy back uh, a couple, well, about call it a, a couple months ago. Now they've got about 500 customers doing about 5 million bucks in terms of run rate. They are basically flat year over year because of Indian compliance updates. Their whole team of 100 is based in India. It's essentially compliant software. It's a healthy business that only 2 million raised, founded many years ago, did a big acquisition in 2016, 12% north or north of a 12% EBITDA margin as they look to scale and uh, ideally raise a $5 million bridge round sometime in Q1 or Q2. To 2019. Jaideep, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks for having me.